In many churches, small groups or Bible study groups are the first responders to people in need. Together, we celebrate new babies and we grieve the death of loved ones. Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Owenby, your host and women's ministry mentor. I'm the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. The Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast is for women's ministry leaders and team members of all stages, from new to seasoned, serving in their local church community. If you're looking for hope and inspiration, you've come to the right place. In addition to discussing the nuts and bolts of women's ministry, I'll be asking seasoned women's ministry leaders to share their best tips and the lessons they've learned. Together, we'll learn to build a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to let you know I'll be taking a four-week summer sabbatical to recharge and enjoy our son's wedding. I'll replay two of my most popular podcast episodes while I'm on break. And then when I return, I'll be hosting a mini series on Christmas ideas. This is my last new episode until the end of July. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to any episodes you missed in the meantime. Today, we're continuing our discipleship series by talking about caring for your small group. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Small groups should be a place where group members find comfort and feel cared for. My favorite small groups have felt like family, They cared for my spiritual, physical, and emotional health. They've sent us texts when we've walked through a difficult season. They brought meals and sent cards when my dad died. They prayed for us through parenting struggles and physical sickness. They cared about us and for us. In many churches, small groups or Bible study groups are the first responders to people in need. Together, we celebrate new babies and we grieve the death of loved ones. We rally around and divide up tasks when a group member is diagnosed with cancer. We rake leaves and mow lawns for those who can't. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. Today, we're going to talk about caring for the spiritual health of your small group, meeting the physical needs of your small group, communication, and boundaries. Let's start by talking about caring for the spiritual health of your small group members. Collecting and sharing prayer requests, which we talked about in episode 43, is one way we can provide spiritual care. In addition, we'll want to pray specifically for each group member by name. We can pray for their attendance, for homework completion, and spiritual growth. I've got a prayer guide for small group members that I'll drop in the link to the show notes. When crisis strikes and your group members don't know what to pray for, we can provide prayer coverage. There is great comfort in knowing others are praying when you can't find the words. When my dad was diagnosed with a brain tumor over 15 years ago, I quickly ran out of words. Most of the time, I had no idea what to pray for. And knowing our small group was praying brought such great comfort to me. Caring for your small group can mean stopping for a moment in the middle of a lesson to pray for one of your group members. 
but we need to have boundaries on spiritual support, which can sometimes turn into emotional support. Most of us are not certified counselors, and we need to make referrals to experts when warranted. Physical harm, abuse, and threats of suicide should all be reported. Find out what the law requires in your state. You may need to contact local authorities. And if your church fails to address these critical situations, take things to the next appropriate level. While we hope and pray that our church staff members will not fail us, it does happen as recent news stories have repeatedly revealed. Lord willing, these situations will be few and far between. But having an action plan will help you to act quickly when a group member is in crisis. If you are tasked with training your small group leaders, be sure to distribute these guidelines in writing to your group leaders. It can be overwhelming to try to meet the needs of every woman in our church, especially women whose lives are different than our own. You don't have to worry about saying or doing the wrong thing anymore. I've got the advice you need to serve and support these women with confidence. I've gathered together 13 women you'll hear from, women who are singled, divorced, widowed, the military spouse, sexually abused, special needs moms, walking through grief, struggling with infertility, facing life-altering diagnoses, encountering addiction and infidelity in marriage, and you'll hear from a trained counselor who will talk about how to help women who are struggling with anxiety and mental health issues. This summit is not about adding another program or guilt about what we could have or should have done. It's about understanding how to meet the different needs of the women in your church and community. You can find more information about the Ministry to Women Summit at ministrytowomensummit.com. Caring for our group members' physical needs, that is where most of our groups shine. In many churches, small groups are the first one to provide physical help when needs arise. Your group might send cards, set up a meal train, activate the prayer chain, provide rides to doctor's appointments, mow lawns, and clean houses. Here, too, boundaries and bandwidth are important. If the need is lengthy or extensive, be sure to contact your church staff so others can also help. There are likely people outside of your small group that want to care for your group members too. Earlier this year, one of my husband's best friends unexpectedly passed away. While we weren't in their small group, we wanted to help care for the family. Their small group was quick to bring us into the loop and we were able to support their efforts. And our small group, also helped with the meals and sent cards. Several because they knew him too, but some because they wanted to come alongside of us in our grief. As your group considers how to offer physical support, please put some boundaries in place. We want to help and not hinder. Sometimes people need to do the hard work to move forward. Be mindful that what you do for one group member can set a precedent. Other group members will expect similar care. Maybe meals for new moms are distributed every other night for two weeks. And it's one thing to ask for everyone to chip in for a small gift or gift card, but frequent requests for money could burden your group members. Sometimes another ministry in your church or community is better suited to care for a group member. 
be sure to ask church staff members for direction when needs arise. Your church might have a benevolence fund to help those with financial needs. They may have a list of parachurch ministries that provide what your group member requires. Communication is key in caring for your group members. You'll want to decide how your group will share needs with one another. Our group uses an app called Slack. You can also use it on your desktop. Some like GroupMe. Some people don't mind group emails or group texts. If you're introducing something new, please take the time to teach everyone how to access and use it. Our small group leader connected a tablet to the TV in our meeting room to show our group how to use Slack. When meals are needed, you'll want to have a point person to set up instructions. Ask them to note any food allergies and foods the family does not like. The option of sending a gift card or having a meal delivered allows those who don't cook or who aren't able to make the drop-off time the ability to participate too. We found that staggering night's meals are delivered is usually appreciated. There's often so many leftovers they just carry from one day to the next. Online signups can smooth that process. Check out Take Them a Meal, Meal Train, or Sign Up Genius. The small groups in our church have a teaching leader and a community leader. I've served as the community leader for the past couple of years. My responsibilities include taking attendance, checking on our group members, and planning some fellowship activities, some of which include service projects. When group members are absent for more than a week, I reach out and check on them. And if someone's going to be absent for an extended period, I try to remember to reach out to let them know they are missed. On more than one occasion, people in our group have let me know those little touches, just a text or a Facebook message, have meant so much to them. There's something about knowing you were missed. It can be especially difficult to care for small group members who are facing circumstances we've not personally experienced. We don't always know what to say or what to do. When we ask what they need, they may not be able to answer. In the fall of 2020, I interviewed 13 women who've walked through difficult seasons and situations. These 13 speakers shared their stories, advice, and resources via video to help you serve and support women who are single, divorced, widowed, military spouses, sexually abused, special needs moms, walking through grief, struggling with infertility, moms with young children, facing life-altering diagnoses, struggling with anxiety and mental health issues, encountering addiction and infidelity in their marriage, and adoptive foster and stepmoms. The insight you gain, the resources they share, and the advice you receive will enable you to better serve every woman in your group. You'll find more information at www.ministrytowomensummit.com. I'll drop a link in the show notes. Here's today's toolbox task. Prayerfully consider ways in which you can better care for your group. Maybe that means you recruit a community leader or set aside a day of the week to pray for each group member by name. Caring for your small group can seem like an enormous task, but it's not just your responsibility. When possible and appropriate, share the needs with the rest of the members of your group. Let them know specifically how they can help. They may have walked through a similar experience and know just how to provide the comfort that they received from others and God.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox Community Facebook group. We'd love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve. Thank you.